0: The golden rule says you should treat others the way you want to be treated. But an unfortunate truth is that idea doesn't account for the driving power of wanting to prove someone wrong or get even. Media moguls Vince McMahon and Ted Turner turned the 90s cable airwaves into an open war zone of professional wrestling with millions of fans. The global superpowers of the 20th century even threw down to be the first to send a man to the moon just as a flex. There are stories where people crash and burn in perceived mutual hatred, too. Like naturalist Charles Waterton humiliating himself trying to bring down American burning icon James Audubon. But that's the beauty of beef. It's funny. It's dark. It's humanity in a nutshell. And it's a triple gold signal award-winning show from Next Chapter Podcasts. I'm Bridget Todd. Join me as I serve up the juiciest rivalries you've never heard of. Listen to beef wherever you get your podcasts.
1: Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweaters starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, quince only works with factories that use safe ethical and responsible manufacturing get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with quince go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365 day returns one size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes
2: nice dress uh it's a it's a t-shirt
1: until you tried it on same goes for your health care
3: Oh, Christopher, dear listeners, this is this is a week. This is a banner week because, of course, we will be speaking about Gwyneth Paltrow, which...
2: <laughs> Goop exonerated.
3: We have not been doing this podcast very long, but I will tell you in the short time, this is the time when the two of us together have been equally, dare I say, too excited about a subject that we're going to be discussing.
2: Well, like, have you, have, do you feel this way? I feel like the days go on for years. Like, I feel like I'm like, we need to talk about Gwyneth Paltrow, but like, we wait for four days to like talk about it because we like recorded the you note. Know, and I feel like, oh my God. We're like, going to we, have to like, start is, going live. We're, we're sick. Like we're sick in the head because we're,
3: I'm like, we must get this out to the people like immediately like as if anyone gives a fuck. Yeah. Off. We we apologize we haven't gotten this to you sooner. We'll talk about <laughs> bringing you these most important things in a more timely manner, but I will tell you that we are both so excited to talk about her that at the end of this hour I am 99% sure that every person listening to this will be homophobic. That is my absolute <laughs> prediction. <laughs> because we're going to be that so is inseparable. How- that is how dramatically insufferably homosexual this conversation is going yeah, to be. Yeah, it's going to be bad. Yeah.
2: Yeah. We have some updates though. I like sure do. people are listen, as much as we think that we're just blowing hot air, which we are on this podcast, multiple people have gotten into touch with us and been like I have used your advice from this podcast
3: and it's helped them. I have also gotten some blowback from some events that have happened to me where people are scolding me for decisions in my personal life that I have made on this podcast. Why don't you give us your update, Good News First, because you have been getting accolades from some of our listeners.
2: Well, a friend of ours, friend of the show, soon to be in an episode very soon, Tom Chacho, our friend, texted me and said, um, Chris, I used your Uber advice about messaging the Uber driver and saying, hey, are you coming to pick me up when they just sit there and don't move and don't come and get you for like five minutes? And he came right away. And so that advice worked.
3: You don't even, that advice could very well have saved Tom's life. You don't know what but, would have happened I don't if know. he waited there in eight additional 100%. minutes.
2: A hundred percent.
3: Because I plan is, fuck.
2: Yeah, the world's ending. The The world's no, the world is ending. So, um, no, but yeah, like, like it works. Cause what is he gonna say? No, like, no. Of course he's gonna come pick you
3: up. I'm afraid if I poke that beast that they'll just cancel the ride. If I'm just like, "Hi, where the fuck are you?" They'll be like, "I'm nowhere, bitch," and then go go blank. No, but then you just
2: request another car. Do you want that person to pick you up? No, you don't want that. You want someone who's ready to pick you up. You know what I mean? Speaking if he's like not trying to too. pick you up, then why you want him to be grumpy the whole time he's driving you home? No, you don't want that.
3: Speaking of cars, my update involves uh, a speeding ticket that I revealed to you I got a few weeks ago. Um, I had mailed the ticket in to the Ardsley Village Court in Westchester. I truly cannot believe how many people have messaged me asking <laughs> about this. Not only asking about the ticket, but... Yelling at me like all caps DMs about I am an idiot for pleading guilty. You should always plead not guilty. I thought I was very clear a few weeks ago that I just will do anything to move me from A Along. to Z as quickly as possible. Well, yeah. my You're not trying to- may be changing right now because this fucking ticket comes in the mail two days ago. It is $393. That's really that a lot. That seems egregious to me. How do well, in Westchester County, the county that needs my money the least, I am now going to that has to be more than some of their village workers make in a day. I'm 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 literally no, 100%. feeding a family now. By going eighty four and a fifty five, the letter was was so shady. You get they're like, we accept your guilty plea. It was like, what were you going to say? No, you're not guilty. Like, when would that ever happen? (laughs) Wait, and the ticket itself is three hundred, and then the service or the count, whatever the fee is, ninety three dollars.
2: Yeah, the legal, the legal shakedown, basically. That you Whatever, get is, who, whoever yeah. it is, mm-hmm. this is—it's mm-hmm. an utter shenanigan. Mm-hmm. There's people like in your life, like coming up to you physically and being like, "Why are you doing right?" From no, listening my to neighbor this upstate.
3: I, I only see her once in a while. I haven't seen her in months. She came out last night. I was like, "Hey." She goes, "Hey, what happened with the ticket?" I was like,
2: <laughs> "I loved it Like,
3: this. I didn't get it yet. She goes, "You never should have pled not guilty. Never should have done it." And I just didn't know what to say. There was a man standing by her car. She goes, that's my brother. Please meet my brother. He looked at me. He didn't even say hello. He just goes, always plead not guilty. (laughs) The the only thing this man's ever said to me.
2: That is very funny. I was like
3: half grateful that anyone was listening to us and the other half, how dare you? I was clear about my decisions. Yeah. But whatever. But those are our updates. And we're going to get right into our topic today because I don't think... We've been this excited. Well, you're chomping at the bit. Fully,
2: yeah. You're chomping at the bit. Like we got to get right to our girl. We got to get. It's so sad because I literally like would curse her name when I would hear it up until like a week ago, and now I'm obsessed with her.
3: This trial that Gwyneth Paltrow is involved in has not only changed opinions, it has changed lives the course of human history really <laughs> <laughs> I'm not kidding it's changed my life it's changed my <laughs> fucking history the more we talk
2: the more we're going to go down a rabbit hole so let's just get to our guest
3: so obviously our client today is very special Gwyneth Kate Paltrow Martin Falchuk maybe one of the more special human beings on our planet currently as such our guest today had to be equally as special as our client. What to say about our guest? She Ooh. is an actor. <laughs> she is a comic. She was selected as a featured comedy writer at the Just for Laughs Festival in Montreal. Uh, you've seen her on camera in such fair as Secret Eats with Adam Richman. Behind the camera as a director and executive producer, she has worked on so many iconic reality Titles such as "Best Week Ever" on VH1, "Undercover Boss," "American Pickers," "Throw Down" with Bobby Flay, "Don't Be Tardy" on Bravo. Her latest <laughs> projects are "Dirty Old Cars" for the History Channel and the upcoming "Jewish Matchmaking" on Netflix. The yeah. inimitable, the lovely Catherine Cat Pappas joins the podcast.
4: Oh, thank you for having me, guys. What an honor. So uh, Long time listener, first time podcaster with you. Woo!
3: <laughs> I love this. Is your first podcast ever?
4: It is. It is like I've been asked before for like behind the scenes takes on things. I'm like, I don't. I don't want to talk about work. And you're just going to ask me something about you. my NDA. Let's not play dumb.
3: This is <laughs> going to be it. We're going to beg you to come back again. I bet after your appearance here you're going to be hunted down by all podcasts to be I'm a sure. guest.
4: I'm sure. I'm going to You're going to be like Betty
3: Scott. White was in the 70s on game shows. You're just yes. going to you're literally going to be everywhere after
4: this. She is a fellow Greek, believe it or not. So Betty White? Um, it it yeah. Greeks Greeks can tell you from a mile away who another Greek is. Yes.
3: Where do we begin with today's Client. Now, before we get into why she's been in the news and on our minds recently, just, I think we should all talk about when, because she's been a polarizing figure. And as I was thinking about what my pitch would be today, I couldn't really remember why Gwyneth Paltrow was such a polarizing figure. So I did a little bit of research and I don't know that I have a memory of Gwyneth Paltrow before The movie Seven, which I was surprised was in 1995, which Chris was like in a diaper and I was, I'd just gotten my first AARP card, I believe, that year.
4: (laughs) um, The silver. No, I was thinking of that she's just always been like a presence, like since since I've come of age or watching movies, she's just kind of always in them. So it wasn't so after the fact that I realized like her parents were famous and all of that, she just seemed like this blonde it girl that dated everybody. You know, it was like uh, Ben Affleck or Brad Pitt or all these people like bam, bam, bam.
3: Right, because I feel like as, as I'm looking at her filmography, Seven would have been the first time that I became aware of who she was. I'm pretty sure she was dating Brad Pitt even before or during the, the shooting of that movie. But I feel like when I saw the movie, I mean, an all-time fantastic film, by the way, I, that I'd already disliked her before seeing it. Like, <laughs> I feel my sense memory is what like she comes doing? on screen and, and in 1995 and I'm like, Ugh, there she. Is. But why? <laughs> and I what? do not know why. Chris, when what is your first Gwyneth Paltrow memory in entertainment um i remember
2: her like being a movie star like forever like since i was like i mean exactly. again in 1995 i was 5 so i was a child oh. she was always like a movie star much like how like julia roberts to me was always someone who was like in movies cuz right. she was like getting super right. famous when i was a kid mm-hmm. and like i remember we watched shallow how like all the time because it was always mm-hmm. on cable um, so, so problematic, that now. That, so that,
4: problematic. Yes.
3: Brendan Fraser well, was in that, right? Yeah. <laughs> <Got> shallow was <out. laughs> like, no, I
4: don't. No. How come I on.
2: This whole. But she was always around, and then like I knew that she was like super movie starish, but then she was also like doing all this other stuff and like being an it girl kind of a thing. Like I always knew that she existed, so there isn't really something where I was like, she came on the screen one day, and I was like, wow, like she was always in the vibrational. Situation of Hollywood since Ooh. I was alive,
3: yeah she was always in it, but not in like she was always in it, but at a very high level, like not in it on the if I may say the paris Brittany Lindsay gossip level she was always like yeah, she upper was echelon a higher higher grade well yes, that's I celebrity. think
2: I think that's a testament to like she was. Harvey Weinstein's muse for like a long, like she was the Miramax darling. Oh. She was like, get, she, she had mirror. that access. <laughs> yeah.
3: it's you know like, what I mean? anytime someone mentions the name Harvey Weinstein in conversation now, you're supposed to go, oh, oh. like no matter <laughs> the context. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, oh I, I remember, Damn. oh. <laughs> Sorry. We all three did <laughs> it, though. Yeah, yeah. But, No, we
2: did. I even said it like that. I was like, Harvey Weinstein. <laughs> but, he, but But truly, it's like, what he promised these girls is like what she got. You know what I mean? Like, she yeah. always in those movies. She was like, in all these roles. Like, she kind of got what everyone else, like, what they all said, like, oh, he will ruin your career. Like, she was the opposite. You know what I mean? She was like, right. flying higher and higher and higher. And it really did. I feel like she's the biggest example of like his influence in the industry because it's like, do I think she's a good actor? Like, sure, but like, is she Meryl Streep? No, God, no. no. But like, it didn't matter, and she like her celebrity rose regardless of like her career as an actor. Her celebrity rose to like crazy heights in the nineties, yeah. in my opinion,
3: Compl- superstar, like a, yeah. A, yeah. a true superstar. Yeah,
2: that she's still riding on that today. Like, still today, yeah. she's riding on that fame.
3: She is. Um... I'm sure, I would I would guess half the audience knows this, but she is the daughter of a prolific uh, television producer named Bruce Paltrow, who is deceased, and her mother is an actress named Blythe Danner, who younger listeners will know as Will's mom on Will and Grace. But she was, and she was a, a very prolific Broadway and television actress for decades, and I've run into her on the street in New York. Several times. I don't know that they live in New York, but she's certainly there a lot. And she is one of these people. If you all live, you ever say hello, or I'm a big fan. She's always like, she's always she's easily Blythe Danner is easily startled. That's my face. <laughs> <laughs> like
2: if Have
3: you're you walking down the street her? and you're like, "Hi, Blythe, big fan," she's like, "Oh, oh, oh, oh!" Like so surprised, like she didn't know that she was Blythe Danner. A goofy like Diane Keaton type of oh, 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 oh. But, See, but but, that's but wonderful and a lovely person
2: but that's what's crazy is that like I don't even like yes I knew that but like I'm not even equating that to any of her fame is that bad like she's like the queen of the nepo babies and I'm not even she's not even in that category to me like mentally but you
3: would not right because her mother for someone your age her mother was not like a regular a regular but, presence like as but, a celebrity you know, But
2: like much like I know that like Kate Hudson's mother is an actor. You know what I mean? It's like, I know that she's Goldie Hawn's daughter and I'm still Oh like, my
4: God. I thought you said Kate Hudson's mom is an actor. Like that's it?
2: Like no, Kate no. no. I, just, like, I, know, I know. What's I know. the matter with you? I no, I, I know. I'm <laughs> Okay. But like, I, do you know Sorry. what I mean? It's like, I know that she's Goldie <laughs> Hawn's daughter, but that <laughs> to me, it doesn't translate. It still doesn't mean shit head. to you, does it's it? Right.
4: I knew it. No, it you exactly don't care.
2: It does. Because you're cold. You're cold. I'm, but I'm saying that like I don't think of Goop as Blythe Danner's daughter. Do you know what I mean? Like it's like it doesn't have the same right. weight to me. And I, I right. you say that as like a testament to her fame.
3: Fifth of all, we have to <laughs> talk about you. <laughs> and this has been going on for a week outside of the podcast is that you actually do not refer to her as Gwyneth Paltrow. You refer to her as Goop as though that is I mean, her, her actual name. Her
2: name is Goop. Yeah. Like what do you want me to do? <laughs> Her name's Goop. Like
4: Goop are her initials. That's where she got the name of the company, the G and the yeah. P.
3: And the O, right, is from a friend who told her that websites with double O's in them are very memorable and make a lot of
4: money. Stop. I just thought I it was like two breasts, breasts because all she does is talk about vaginas and boobs. <laughs> I, just, I really was like, that's how Ooh. progressive I am. I'm going to put some boobs in between my initials.
2: I mean, don't even let her hear that because she'll say that that's what it was because it's way better than her <laughs> friend saying
4: with They're things with <laughs> oh, two O's, she,
3: really? like she appears Google? in a lot and a lot of stuff that i love but don't like her in like i i love the talented mr ripley and i always forget that she's in it and then she appears on screen and i react negatively and i really i don't know why i don't know where it comes from many years ago my friend Mark sent me a postcard and it was a photo of Blythe Danner and Gwyneth Paltrow, basically spooning each other, like standing up, spooning each other in a pose. Were they wearing
4: crisp white shirts? I, Yes. Yes. With no pants, white, like so, a gray,
3: a gray turtleneck, which Chris and I are also a huge fan of, gray turtlenecks. Oh, I mean, it was very muted. Yes, we have that <laughs> same picture. Oh no, Chris, Please that stop. we have taken a picture that's exactly like Blythe Danner and. <sighs> Oh my God! All right, so listeners, just go to one of our Instagram pages. We'll post it. When you see this photo, Chris, you're going to shit your pants because it's gonna be it's, it's gonna be like we look back on some dead people whose bodies Do we That's how similar you and I look to these women. We it's uncanny. Funny. Wait, I'm just googling <laughs> but, it. But on the card, my friend Mark on the postcard, all he wrote on the card was, "Aren't we just perfect in every way?" That was a, in block letters. That was That's the whole so postcard. Disturbing. I sent it through the mail, the US Postal Service, because somehow that is still around. And
4: those are the I days, th- right? Where you could just send Wait, the foulest stuff it? on the back of a postcard. That's oh, it. Oh my god. <laughs> this?
3: That's, that's it. it.
4: there was something <laughs> crisp at <laughs> Wait, Tom,
2: we literally have the same picture.
4: Oh my god. Don, Don, even I know have... that's what you were talking Wait, about.
2: <laughs> I'm pissing myself. We literally have this exact same photo. We're and you have no speech. idea. We're doing the exact you're same go- pose. Kat, we're doing literally, the same pose. We're
3: literally doing the same thing. And
2: I'm one of a, us is I'm, exact I'm dead. I, we're both dressed as Blythe Danner. Was
4: What was the we did, We're, we're, a we're idiots.
3: We're talking about the podcast <laughs> and we asked the bartender, my friend Dan, to take a picture of us to use as our sort of temporary headshot for the podcast. And we look okay. like Blythe Tanner and Gwyneth Paltrow.
2: No, with well, the side-by-side. Kat, you're... By Kat, you are gonna get knocked off your chair when you see the side by side. If they were men with dark (laughs) hair. If they were men. Yeah. And (laughs) extremely (laughs) intoxic beards.
4: Yeah, I only when I think of Gwyneth Paltrow, I think of crisp white shirts or all black or beige with gold accents. Or gray turtlenecks. It's mm-hmm. it's just very. She's a lady. Always the same. She's a lady.
3: She's a real lady. She she. I, rem- I think of her as a lady. And the funny thing is, I just I feel like I have this decades long moment with her where I just don't like her, and I I I couldn't remember why. Like I looked like I I think of, you know Shakespeare and love. Horrendous movie, hated almost everything about it. Her visit to the Oscars, her winning the Academy Award, that dress, that iconic dress, ill-fitting and juvenile. I don't even know why (laughs) we should be forgetting that dress ever happened. Slam. Everything, to the <laughs> vagina candle, absolutely grotesque. Well, I mean, I know- Wait, you're I'm
2: skipping not, so much to go yeah. to the vagina. I'm vagina just giving
3: vagina. you the highlights. I'm giving you the highlights. <laughs> you didn't she even talk about Oscar. her
4: duet with Huey no. Lewis. She,
3: I don't know. <laughs> she, I'm going to go right from the Oscars to vagina candle. Those <gasps> to me are the major moments. Okay. Duets with Damn. Huey Lewis. Oh, she did that thing with CeeLo as well.
4: Yeah. Cruising together. It was so weird. Like, he's your grandpa. Where are you cruising with your grandpa right now?
3: She's ruined a lot of movies for me. She's, she really has like she oh, that, shows up she and I forget. 90s the Marvel community agrees with you. The Marvel does not like her. She was what's, what was her character's name? Pepper Potts. Well,
4: she doesn't Pepper like King? it either. Yes. She said she couldn't even remember Mickey being Potts. in it. So I mean, you know,
3: potty piss. Yeah, whatever her character's name was, people don't like her potty. in it because I think she was very dismissive of Marvel movies in an interview, and so all yeah. the fanboys, a lot of them don't like her. But I swear to you, I watched this trial, and I am. I am in love with her. i I, I feel like I found her <laughs> during this trial. I feel like Wait. I understand everything that she's done before, and i I feel like I owe her an apology.
2: Wait, we need to back we need I have to interject two things. We have to back up okay. very quickly. Mm-hmm. the first the one thing okay, the th- one thing that people really started to like look into like how fucking weird she is is when she did the egg thing that you're supposed to put up your vagina on goop.
4: Yoni, a yoni egg.
2: The yoni egg. That was a that was a hot button moment for her, and that was when people yeah. started to be like, "What the fuck is this?" Like, and people started to be like, "She's like peddling weird shit," and she got sued for that. I'm pretty yeah. sure. And like, she said she, you put this
4: yoni egg in your vagina overnight. Like, that's a weird. Mm, that seems like a bad choice. I remember
3: that vividly. I was in the. Emergency is it pronounced yoni? I reminded hours.
4: Yeah, I just say yoni because it rhymes with pony and the genuine song. I don't know. My young um, she- <laughs> <laughs> and
2: so that was that was her first thing. And there, actually, I listened to a podcast called The Dream, and the second season was all about like wellness stuff. And there's actually a foundation that like sues like wellness brands that try to promote things that don't have um, that they like say like this cures cancer, and they can't say that because it isn't proven. Oh, wow. And the one woman got on the podcast and was like, I basically just exclusively sue Gloop. Because, like, they always are saying, like, (laughs) shit is happening. And I was like, this is amazing. I was like, I'm obsessed with this person, whoever they are. So the Yoni egg was definitely, like, the the egg in the vagina was definitely, like, a hot button moment for her. And then I think the other thing that happened right before this trial that we need to mention is that she got on, like, some interview on some podcast and was talking about things that she ate in a day. And she said she would have, like, almonds for breakfast. And then she Mm -hmm. said for lunch she had a cup of bone broth. (laughs) Um, and then like for dinner, I don't know what you like, I can't quote exactly what she said, but basically detailed what she ate in a day. And it was like a, a menagerie of like disordered eating things that you would eat if you have an eating disorder trigger warning that's where she so that right before this trial she gets into hot water because all the younger tiktok people are like hi like this is called an eating disorder like this is not what a normal person should be eating like you should not be eating bone broth as a meal like this is not okay like and so she was in a lot of hot water where she even came out and said i eat more than that i wasn't saying that i that's all that i ate in a day and was trying to like you know backpedal right before
4: the trial of the century She's right. just. She's not a practical person. But this no. is the thing:
3: she takes the stand in this trial, and you're seeing the fruits of, of, of the what she's eating is making this person. And I'm looking at this person, and I'm thinking, I want to be will this person. Have what the fuck she's <laughs> having. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm. I'm cooking my, my bone broth
4: forever. I did see on her Instagram. She's talking about how she makes. Uh, when she was first dating her husband, Brad, before they were married, she would make him breakfast every Saturday and she made for the camera uh, his favorite breakfast or something. She's literally frying bacon Wearing like a two thousand, three thousand dollars Gucci dress, pink she Gucci. Care. I've never, I would never be in a kitchen wearing Gucci. Like mm. I'm like, I've got one arm holding back my breasts, and the other, I'm in like a house dress. Like it's not pretty. <laughs> you still, don't know, though. Like, who cooks like this? I'm in a you don't know.
3: When you have money, it, it does very strange things to your brain. I'm telling you. I think if I were that wealthy, I would be. I would be a different person. I would treat people differently. If I were cooking bacon, I, I would literally poop on the floor and call someone to come get it. Like I <laughs> to I'm not I'm even joking. I'm trash. And if so I were strange. money with trash, I would be the trashiest money with trash person you, you've ever seen in your life. We know. Oh, we we know. know. For real. Oh, <laughs> yeah. oh, so you're not surprised
2: on the heels of this, of this, um, you know, bone broth debacle. We have the trial of the century. Should we just go into that really quickly?
3: Yeah, we should. I mean, I skipped decades of it. I was so excited to talk about her that I skipped. She's that sort of, she's almost a religious figure with all these. I skipped over her, oh, I don't know, marrying the, lead singer of the then hottest band in the world Copeland. having the giving birth to the two most ridiculously named children in the western hemisphere i mean there's so <laughs> many things she's a christ-like figure in, in no the we're celebrity sphere. that we can't even
2: get into that like that's by bi- we're bypassing right over that entire part of the whole thing yeah. and this
3: is all shit that i hated until two weeks ago
2: <laughs> no and now you love her you're her biggest fan now i know
3: that you are it's mad. I'm mad at myself I know, about this I entire know, thing. I know, I know. I
4: <laughs> well, when this trial started, I could not have cared less. Mm-hmm. I could not have cared less. And then I could not care more. I was invested like it was coming into my phone. It was between I don't know what algorithm I hit, but all I get on social media or every third ad is insider business telling me the benefits to starting an OnlyFans and what Gwyneth wore to the trial that day. Like, that's the only kind of spam I was getting. And so I became obsessed.
3: Now I want to know what you'll be wearing on your OnlyFans now that we've
4: that up. (laughs) A whole lot, because it's only going to be my charming personality.
3: (laughs) (laughs) This
4: is an audio-only, only-only fans.
2: Audio-only
3: fans. fans. (laughs) I'll be in my robe.
2: Yeah. yeah. Here's like one toenail. Like, this is what you get. (laughs) Oh,
3: God. (laughs) Can you imagine? Oh, God. Do we even need to recap? I mean, we should just recap how this trial started. You know, three years ago, um, an optometrist, Dr. Sanderson, uh, was skiing in Utah on the same mountain that Gwyneth Paltrow was skiing on.
4: Wait, and I I do randomly have the timeline if you want me to. Oh, you...
3: I would love that. Sure. Would you like Literally to hear my this, trash version?
4: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you, you, let's it, hear the it, trash it, it, version. Not like I'm here to a correct A retired but...
3: doctor who already had a lot of money wanted more, and so he slandered Gwyneth Paltrow after he slammed into her. What's your factual version? Of this? The, the
4: factual <laughs> version is that it happened in February of 2016 is when the incident happened. So 2016 like, Trump really had just year. taken office. Things were bad. It was not so bad for- that no one even knew Anything. this happened. <laughs> so it took <laughs> three years of her and him going back and forth with lawyers trying to settle to finally, he dropped it, reopened it, because originally the lawsuit was for $3 million, And so he dropped some zeros, got to 300000 mm-hmm. and then it went to trial. And so from 2019... He changed the price, and that's what happened.
2: We didn't even hear about this until, like, the day before the trial. Like, no one knew that this was even happening until, like, the day before. And then everyone was like, I literally just, like, felt the whole world be like, all right, okay, we're all involved in this. (laughs) Like, it's just like.
4: (laughs) We are not a serious country. I mean. No.
2: No, which is, but, like, this is what we want. Like, this is what, again, again, I say it every episode, but, like, I don't have to think about all the horrible things happening in the world because I'm thinking about what Goop's going to wear to her trial tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, and like, is she gonna dress up <laughs> Jessica Dahmer or not? Like, that's
3: crazy. Gonna... The Jessica glasses. Every time you is... call her "goop," I, I poop a little. I really I, do. Why? I her that's daughter. her name. This is hilarious.
4: Yeah. No so no that idea. day no. two
3: weeks ago, really, truly, no one knew about this trial. Yeah. The Hollywood Reporter sends an alert on my phone. It's like, oh, tomorrow Gwyneth Paltrow going to trial king skiing accident. I was literally like, <laughs> as I do a thousand times a day, like here's another alert I'm getting for something I just don't give a shit about. And then I don't know what it was, but she walked into that courtroom and I don't know what happened in my brain and the brains of millions of others, by the way, where she just walked in there. And I think just a, a bell went off my head it was like, you're attending this trial like celebrities don't normally go to these bullshit lawsuits that involve them and then she walked in and when we realized that she would be taking the stand this all of a sudden became so much more important than literally anything that was going on in my life at my job or in the world for those two weeks.
2: Well, and she like, yeah, it's like, she actually is attending this and it's in Utah and like, she's like fighting it. Like she, cause my immediate thing is like, just pay the guy $300,000. Like just pay him off. Like, who cares? Like, why do you care about this? But then she was like, no, this is the principle of the thing. And I think truly She did it, because she knew we would all be fucking jizzing our pants over it, and, like, it would be the trial of the century, and we'd all be, like, looking at all... It'd be a meme factory, and that no one would remember that she was, like, drinking bone broth for lunch a week ago.
3: But I I do believe there's truth in that, because it really, like, two weeks ago, the mere mention of her name, and I would just go, ugh, like, it didn't matter. Now... (laughs) Literally, when my husband and I are fucking, I have him scream out lines from Royal Tenenbaum's. I cannot get enough
4: of her. I want her everywhere. See, I just think In of siblings me on when me, you say around that. me, all of it.
3: All of it.
1: Hey, it's Paige Desorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince.
0: Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for
2: 20% off your first purchase. So, so let's wait, so let's talk about the trial. So this guy claims it's a classic. He said, she said, he says that she hit him. She says he hit her.
4: And like no witnesses. That's just crazy. Like he's got one friend who said it. Even the instructor that was right there was like, I didn't see it. Like nobody saw this.
3: Really? Yeah. See, that attorney tried to trap her when she was saying she was hoping she was like, and you missed out on an expensive vacation. And Gwyneth was, that was my favorite line of hers the whole time, not just because it's so memeable, but she was like, well, I lost a half a day's vacation. Like that was her way of saying a half day of skiing, rather. She was trying to say she didn't actually miss out on much anything. Money. <laughs> and what she did by being honest was just become an international sensation basically. Well these people
2: these lawyers thought they were gonna trap her and they had like they truly misunderestimated like what they like they, the they, the miscalculations were rampant because they were like this woman is an image crap like her whole thing is crafting an image of like wellness. Like you think you're stumping her with a little like gotcha journalism situation going on. Like you're no. no.
4: I didn't understand if they were trying to ingratiate themselves to her, like to catch her off guard, or if that lawyer was actually fangirling, talking about "I'm five. Long, I have no idea. Hike, Probably both. I, I, was like, "What? What is this? What am I looking at right now?" I thought it was her lawyer at first because they were so friendly. No, me and too. Then, me too. I was, I was like, like, "Oh, that's oh, this is like fun. I like, yeah, I like, She's showing fun. she's like in every person, and then I'm like, "Wait, that's yeah. the opposition." <laughs> yeah, I was like, "Huh?" I was like, "Yeah."
2: No, I'm like, true. get Why? out! Get out! I was like, of course, she has this lawyer, and then I was like, wait, that's yeah. that woman's cross-examining her. What a fuck like? <laughs> it was,
4: That's what I was like, what is I? So often I would look up at the TV or I'd see like something on my phone, and be like, what planet am I on? Like, what am I missing here? Where we've gotten to this point, and this is what this trial has become. It's
2: wild. Um, so, like, I think it's also important to touch on like the outfits. Like, I think she yeah. did a perfect job of being like. I'm dressed really expensive, and you know that I am, but it's not insane. And like, I'm yeah. just wearing that little white sweater with the Jeffrey Dahmer glasses and the little sure. gold necklace, but you know that it's worth $25,000. Like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. But like, it's understated. She's the every woman. She doesn't wear a lot of makeup in general. So she's just like with her hair all like ratty, like she normally has it. She
3: was no, born and bred. Like- she, doesn't she like harvest placenta from a a wound I'm sure. farm or something yeah. in her backyard and she just puts it on her face every day as one does
2: i mean honestly true have you seen her mikvah she has like a pool in her house that's like basically like a mikvah like the pool that like the jewish women are supposed to like bathe in after they're done with their period
3: no i have not seen she has like a plunge she has like a <laughs>
2: plunge pool in her house and it literally is basically a mikvah <sighs> come on
4: man
3: it's going to sound like I'm slut shaming, and I'm not, as everyone knows. I'm—it's—it's it's envy because I'm looking at this list of guys that she's dated. She's got to be the most
4: exotic women. white woman I've I ever. Seen. I mean, she is
3: Robert <laughs> like Leonardo, Donavan, Brad Pitt, Affleck. These commendable,
4: commendable list. Gorgeous. Yeah,
3: yeah. That's the book I want to read. That's the. Book but I, I think want to
4: write. she seems like. A white lady who is very comfortable with her sexuality, like yes. she has the kind of sexual confidence of a girl at Vassar, you know, like just comes yes. in and says it and says it very intelligently and sexy, just mind fucks you all at the same I time, right? Her, I, I'm sure she's an artist because
3: everyone who looks like Gwyneth Paltrow is they do watercolor or sketches or something. Yes. I just want her to do like a coffee table book where she sketches the dicks of all of these hot, famous men that she's been intimate with. That's what I want.
4: She has to be something. I mean, she's so in tune from the yoni to the candle that smells like my vagina. Not mine, hers. Her vagina. So, I mean, she obviously has a thing about it. Great.
3: Have, have either of you smelled that candle? No.
4: No. No. I'm just curious. Have you? But did you
3: hear about the... <laughs>
4: no. No. The circumstances of the that. lawsuit were pretty funny. I read that it was a man who sued because the candle blew up. Like it was a single man in Texas who got into bed, was like reading a book, lit the candle, and it blew up.
2: Yeah, reading a book. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah,
4: I was like, a man. I have so yeah, many questions re- about the man. God he was definitely
2: reading a book, wink, wink. <laughs> <laughs> Believe it! I believe I was it. He's definitely reading a book that's called "Porn It was a hardcover. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was a hardcover, all right.
3: Was- <laughs> I am so enamored for performance in this trial. Like, I, I just don't. I think, I think I'd probably smell that candle now and have a much different opinion than two weeks ago. Like, two weeks oh, ago, yeah. I would have told you it smelled like garbage. Now, I would have been like, "This it is seventy-five this dollars." Share smells like. This is what Jesus's robe smells like. This is love. This is joy. This is the future.
2: Sarah Paulson has been found shaking over the performance, the the trial performance that, um, <laughs> <laughs> that Gwyneth's that goop is done. Like Sarah Paulson is like on a bridge somewhere, oh like way. because she's like I'll never be able to bring this to American Crime Story, and I'm like America's best actor.
3: <laughs> Sarah Paulson was so shaken by Gwyneth's performance at the trial, she's returned. All of her Golden Globes to the Hollywood (laughs) Presences. Correct. Correct. I love a nice pop culture surprise. It was sort of like when you accidentally start a show and then just binge it and you'd never heard of the show before. That's what this trial was. It was like, I I wanted to do something else the last two weeks, but I fucking didn't because I just watched this and rewatched and memed and laughed and hashtagged and
4: cried along with the world. I, I learned more about her than I ever thought.
2: And know that, like, my finger has, like, multiple times, like, hovered over, like, a YouTube link of, like, the five hours of trial footage for the day, and I, like, literally go to click it, and I'm, like, I can't do this, like, like, I can't, like, like, as if, like my finger's shaking, and I'm, like, oh. grabbing it with my other hand and, like, pulling it away, because I'm, like, I can't go into five hours of testimony of, like, like, them cross-examining her, but, like, I want to so badly.
3: You will. It's always going to be there for you to enjoy.
2: I know that's the worst part. <laughs>
4: what? There, um, I mean, let's see. What were some other highlights? When she alluded to the fact that she thought at first she screamed because she thought it was a sexual assault because someone grinded into the back like, of her yeah. and was grunting. I was I like, thought, "Wait, what?" I would. <laughs> I, thought that, Which I, thought I thought it was my go-to. Like, go a,
3: a much darker turn there at that
4: point. I was like, yeah.
3: whoops!" I pulled back, and then when I saw no one was pursuing it, I was like. Of course they're not. This yeah, because <laughs> why would of a, I mean
4: I've been bumped into in the grocery store. That's not my first go to. <laughs> like, well, oh. uh, the, the other thing that's funny
2: is the guy was like, I can't like wasn't the one of the headlines was like, Sanderson can't like enjoy wine tastings anymore because of his brain damage. <laughs>
4: yeah, I wanted to know <laughs> how. Like, can you not <laughs> taste know. the salt from the first it's section true. of your tongue anymore? Like, <laughs> Pat, you can't like. Cat, that is why my
2: finger is like oh trembling over a youtube link like i need to hear like what the brain da- like because that's the thing that's annoying about this is that like we're getting like what we want of like goop like like we're getting all the goop fashion we're getting like her testimony i want to hear like the the doctors saying like what's wrong with him like i can't find that in my people.com article no. that i'm reading <laughs> I can't
4: even. Because Like because the daily mail is not reporting damage, you're on not that. gonna yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, brain damage, you're like, okay, I'm not going to touch this because, you know. He I'm- did
3: talk about the old him and his other personality and all that. Sure. Thing. I can't speak to the wine tasting, but I think probably when he knocked her down and he saw how beautiful her skin was, his tongue probably just fell out. That's probably <laughs> what happened. It, <laughs> fell, it detached. And then he was in the snow, a deer ate it, that's
4: what happened. Yeah, oh, and that's A deer they- <laughs>
3: ate it. You're so stupid. <laughs> that's why
4: they can't find it. Did you see the closing arguments when the when the lawyer her lawyer brought out like some kind of animated AI like chart?
2: No, with no. Like,
4: so th- I didn't know. I did not know these specifics about her. that I, I saw this chart that she had gotten done, and it was a uh, tree line, and then the hill, and all these arrows pointing, and it was saying stuff like. Uh, Oh, gosh, what were her kids' saying? There's, there's Apple, there's Oak, there's Moses. Moses. I thought that those arrows were pointing to the types of trees that were blocking <laughs> the view. And then when you said, no, that's a chart of where all those people were standing during the crime scene, I was like, the fuck? That's, that's everyone's names here, involved, And I thought, we're not a serious country. This is not no, real life. No, no, what am I looking not. at? I no, literally thought not. those were types of trees. Apple, an apple tree. You've got an arrow right there. That was a person. When Kat nope. just said Oak, I'm, I'm thinking,
3: is that her stepson? How the fuck do I not know who Oak is? I did not know where you were going with that. That is brilliant. That is absolutely brilliant.
4: Oh, the chef's kiss, the end. When that's she walked no, over no. to him and said, I wish you well. I wish you well. Which is like the rich person's version of bless your heart. Like, Go you fuck think? yourself.
2: Like I hope yeah, you choke yeah. and die. Well, yeah.
4: Like,
3: yeah. Just, it's now just... the poor person's version and the middle-class version because this <laughs> saying, I wish I wish you well, will not only be on every too tight tank top that I wear from now until September, but it will also be the way I end <laughs> every email Every phone call, I'm mm. using that instead of saying happy birthday, hello, goodbye, please, or thank you for the rest of my life. I wish you well. The only thing missing from this story is I get an alert that Gwyneth Paltrow is trying to trademark the phrase, I wish you well. That's
2: she should be. She, oh, yes. should be. she should have been yesterday. <laughs> That's yesterday. Like something she you
4: say to, to a ahead. lover before they go off to war I wish you well. I wish you well.
3: That should have been my pitch. That should have been my pitch because that will make her a trillion dollars. That should have been my pitch.
2: Yeah. I'm it's the oh. that's hot of 2023. Yes. 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 It yes. truly is.
4: I don't even mind saying her name anymore. I used to get mad that I would have to say Gwyneth. It seemed like a lot of work well, for me. I mean, saw. I'm
2: still, I still call Chris it. won't even say it. I want <laughs> to go
3: out of admiration,
2: though. <laughs> and like, please know that, like, you know, meanwhile, like, Two very important trials come down at the same time. Trump gets indicted and (laughs) Gwyneth Paltrow is found innocent. And literally like, and everyone else is like, oh my God, like Trump got indicted. And I'm Mm -hmm. literally sending articles of like, like, I'm sending like Hollywood Reporter links (laughs) and saying, Goop exonerated all capitals.
4: (laughs) But this, look, she started, this started three weeks after Trump was inaugurated. And now this trial has ended the week he's been indicted. Gwyneth's done it, everyone. That's (laughs) a sunrise, sunset. Oh my
3: god,
2: that's really true. Sunrise, sunset. Research. Oh my (laughs) god,
3: Gwyneth is the messiah. She is, she really is. She
2: really is a saint. (laughs) Meanwhile, Kat is a beautiful mind. Kat is like doing a beautiful mind, (laughs) like with these printed papers.
3: You guys can't see Kat, she's. She is in an octagon made of dry erase boards and she has literally been working on this for 48 hours. So I think it might be time to move on to our
4: pitches.
2: I think so too. I'm
4: very excited.
2: So Kat, you're a listener, so you know, but- Long time listener, yes Long time listener, thank you Thank you for your patronage, P.S. Like, thank <laughs> you for your patronage So, we are going to do our pitches We're each going right. to pitch what we think Goop needs to do next And Ooh. then you are going to decide which pitch wins And then we're going to send it to Gwyneth herself And see what happens oh my-
4: I can't imagine whatever assistant she has. It's gonna open this letter like
2: the like what seventh assistant? Like, do you know what I mean? Like seven rungs down from her main assistant, who like (laughs) is a CEO of like a a a Fortune five hundred company, basically, (laughs) like wearing medical
4: gloves trying to open it with a letter opener,
2: literally. Like what seventh (laughs) assistant that like doesn't even live in this country is gonna be like get fielding this email? Oh,
3: I might, I might actually instead of an email, I might uh handwrite this one uh, on parchment paper with uh calligraphy or i'll hire someone. and like an that. absolute and like, wax seal. i'm gonna send it to yes. her with a box of muffins like she wanted to do for the courtroom staff when she uh was in utah apparently they made a request to bring baked goods to the bailiffs and the court told her no i'm not making what? that up I'm i heard that today
2: up. by the way and i was like what
3: I know. I know. We're all thinking the same oh, thing. God. How do I go about building a religion around this woman? That's yeah. what we're all <laughs> thinking. <laughs> I mean,
2: she's really good at what she does. I'm. I. I can't knock her for that.
3: Goop is going to become. Never mind. I was no. Just cut. Goop for, <laughs> Goop for president. Goop for president. Goop. Goop
4: for president. Oh, okay.
3: When I've had an edible, don't get me started on Gwyneth Paltrow anymore. This is for the entire planet to know because I will talk to you for three and a half hours about her now. Two weeks ago, I would have rolled my eyes and said, bring up anything and anyone else. Now, it is over.
2: Okay, Dom, I'm about to drop something on you. Goop is doing what Meghan Markle thought she was going to (gasps) do. Christopher. Tell me I'm wrong. Tell me that I you, am wrong. I,
3: I will when you are. You are not at this moment. Ooh. You're not. Goop I- is Meghan Markle's blueprint.
2: But like, and, and Meghan fumbled the whole thing. This is what she thought she was doing, and she was sadly mistaken.
3: I bet by the summertime, she has mysteriously has a pickleball accident with a retired <laughs> ear, nose, and throat doctor. <laughs> She's not going to stop. I mean, we've discussed it this it on it episode it one. It Meghan Markle it can't it stop, won't stop.
2: <laughs> oh my God. She won't.
3: All right, Chris, I don't, I literally have no, usually I know what your pitch is going to be, or I have an inkling and no, I have no. you don't. No, don't even say that. No, no, no. I, <laughs> I don't. I mean, I know what side you're going to swing on as far as Gwyneth. That I'm certain yeah. about, but I really don't know what it's going because you usually I go in one direction. You, you go in like a reality show direction, and I'm wondering mm. if that's going to be this.
2: No, it's so sadly not. Okay, here not I go. Wow, because she's a special gal. She, no, she doesn't need a reality show. What is she? She, she had a reality show. It was called This Trial. Okay. <laughs> she already had one and she, ex, she excelled. Okay. This is my pitch. All right. Goopy girl. Listen, right now, you don't need to do anything. You have the whole world at your feet. You're going to fucking chill. You're not doing jack shit. But. Sanderson is already putting in articles in People Magazine that this whole trial wasn't worth it. There might be an appeal. He might file something new. And you won the $1 and legal fees being paid by him. So you're 100% like bankrupting this man with God only knows how much money your legal fees were because you probably have the best lawyers that money can buy. So when, not if, but when this man then trods that out onto a public forum like the Daily Mail or the New York Post saying I'm now like filing for bankruptcy because I can't pay Gwyneth Paltrow's legal bills, this is what you are going to do.
3: Everything. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) That pause always makes me. I'm so excited right now. Please continue. I apologize to both of you. To all of you. I wish you well. Don't
4: fuck yourself. Okay. Wish you well. Okay.
2: Everything on the goop website is going to be on sale for one (sighs) dollar. And what will happen is. They're both shocked. They're both, they're both grabbing them sponsors. This is
3: so good.
2: And what you are going to do is that you are going to put on the website that every single thing that you sell on Goop is is $1 on sale. And when you get to $300,000 in revenue from this sale, you no. are going to give all of the money to... sand Is it Terry Sanderson?
3: It yes. doesn't even matter.
2: You're going to give all of that money to Terry Sanderson, and you are going to be the bigger person and give him the, basically give him the money that he would have gotten if he would have won the case. And in doing so you make your brand more accessible to people that would never normally pay $75 for a candle that smells like your vagina or Business. God only knows such money for a crystal weird egg that you put up your pussy. And all these people are going to buy things like a hundred percent Dominic Pupa and Chris Rosa are, will buy the $75 vagina candle for $1 and We will burn it at the altar of goop that we make in our homes. And everyone gets access to this like holistic bullshit that you love. Your brand looks great because you're like basically giving money to charity. And then at the end of the thing, she writes a note with the money that says, I wish you well. And she just never speaks about it ever again. Oh my
3: God. This is, this is terrible. That is my pitch. I don't, I don't, I don't know. I, I would forfeit. If this were a if this were an actual physical sports game, I would I would forfeit this game. That is the best pitch that I've ever heard on this podcast since we started. I'm literally telling Cat who to pick, but what, I'm going to I'm going to do my pitch. But that Wait. is truly Are you you're not done? No, I
2: was going to tell you what my my pitch before this was going to be, but it's way okay. worse. But it's really okay. funny. No, but wait, go ahead. You were going to say something before. You were you were complimenting me. <laughs> keep going, <laughs> keep
3: going. Do not please stop. resume. That's I think the greatest pitch that we've heard on this podcast ever. It's just so, it's it's so her as well. I mean, it's, it's so her. truly. I know I I haven't even stepped up to the plate yet and I know that I've been beat. I've also used several sports references in the past hour. So I'm probably gonna lay on the track of the A-train when this is done and just
4: end all of
2: it.
3: <laughs> Chris, that was right. remarkable.
2: That was remarkable. I, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you um the first pitch that i was gonna do is she was gonna sell and then i was thinking i was like will this even actually do anything or am i just doing this to be funny because if she sold this i would want to fucking murder her and literally immediately hate her again was she was gonna sell like like a band that you put around your stomach that was full of crystals that could tell when someone was invading your personal space (laughs)
3: stop I do think that that is just you trying to be funny. No, yes, was, I, I do. Like,
2: oh because no, I would be at her doorstep, like like with a bomb, if that's what she did next. <laughs> oh my
3: god! I can I cannot deny how much I love that pitch. Mine Thank you. is here comes mine. I what I wanted to do is like I feel like this trial has launched. Gwyneth, who have we asked her yet? To, or are we sure that the name isn't actually pronounced Gwyneth and the, just that no one's asked Stop her? Stop.
2: No, because there's no way that she would have been able to keep that to herself.
3: It would have been a Probably. point of pride.
2: Like, like, what do you mean? Probably. Like, what do you right. mean?
3: Yeah. Like, Gwyneth is now Juineth. like,
4: she, she is. Wait, I can't hold on. It just is hitting me. Gwyneth. Gwyneth. <laughs> <laughs> I mean
3: it should be if it's not, to be honest. It just seems like something she would do. She would pronounce it that way.
2: Well, wait, wait, I'm so sorry. I'm derailing
3: your whole thing. Was it she all. wasn't she
2: the one who created unconscious uncoupling? Conscious yes. uncoupling was yeah. her yeah. way of I said the unconscious. I'm an idiot. Conscious uncoupling. That was her, right? In Chris yeah. Martin? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm back.
3: Okay, that's all I just Some needed. Some of my uncouplings have literally been, been unconscious. unconscious. <laughs> Okay, September you- <laughs> on Fire Island, you're looking at someone who is claiming they were your boyfriend for three months. You're like, who are you? Get out of my my rented home. Oh we could come God. to every tea together. Who are you? Seriously. So oh, I'm God. keeping, I, I feel like a, an icon of her status. It's almost like anything she does, the next move for her is going to be so overly critiqued that it's got to be, I feel like she needs to acknowledge her station in society. I, she needs to exploit how eccentric she is. And everything that she needs, the tools that she needs are literally within her inner circle. Brad Falchuk, her husband is a frequent partner of Ryan Murphy on all of his <clears throat> endeavors for FX, et cetera. And one of their series is of course, feud. I think that the next feud should be <laughs> Gwyneth versus Dr. Stop. Sanderson. Gwyneth versus Dr Sanderson and I know everyone is probably expecting me to say that she should play herself no 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 because when, no, when someone not. is this iconic and still alive it is almost it, it, it it's it's pointless to to have one person do it so I'm I'm using the I'm using the same format of a Bob Dylan Biography that came out several years ago called I'm Not There, okay. where several <laughs> actors throughout the course of history played Bob Dylan, people of all races, all genders, just mm-hmm. all of it. I need to see Viola Davis on the stand <laughs> as Gwyneth Pop Show, in just in this section, Viola as Gwyneth, crying through her nose the way that Viola Davis does, saying, I lost half a day of skiing. skiing. This is what I want. (laughs) Also in my dream box is just for no reason, we just (laughs) cut to Gwyneth right when the verdict is announced, and she is being portrayed by Dame Judi Dench, who slowly (laughs) walks over to Dr. Sanderson, who is played probably by former child star Rick Schroeder. I don't know. I haven't (laughs) even cast those roles yet. And Dame Judi is the one that leans over the shoulder and says, I wish you will. And then just goes out the door. And that's the end. I mean, the, the amount of people we could cast as Gwyneth. So it is utterly ridiculous. I don't know how Gwyneth. Her next move has to be ridiculous. What well, What is she supposed to do? Dinner theater? I just don't even know. The gays would not be able to survive watching this show. P.S.
2: We would, this would be like, <laughs> people would be on their fainting couches. Like it would be, people would be like, not, you would see people just. Bowling oh. over like it was a, a apocalypse, yeah. you know what I mean? Contagion would be happening because they'd be people would be passing out by how insane this is.
3: Cat, oh. I don't know how you're going to make a decision between these two. <laughs> I already have chosen Chris as the better <laughs> <idea>. <laughs> Wait, but yours wasn't bad. Yours no, was. no, it's not. It really is like just a matter of. T- I don't know how I mean, you make this decision, but.
2: Wait and tack um, on to tack on to your idea, not to mm. help you with your pitch, but but she should play Sanderson's like Gwen Gwyneth herself should play Sanderson's girlfriend that had to take the stand. That would be great. Or she should be in it. She should be in it, but she, be playing someone else.
3: She should play Sanderson. Gwyneth should play
2: Sanderson. <laughs> no, I think that I think that Sanderson should be played by like. Like Linda Hunt. Mark, Mark Ruffalo. Like Mark Ruffalo would play <laughs> him. Put him in like
4: that
3: Bob Ross wig. Why? Anything. Like put him, it wouldn't even matter. Put him in a, it a party matter. city it wig. It, he doesn't have to look like it a, anything. Oh, anything.
2: God. It can just be Mark Ruffalo. Like it's fine. Like, do you know what I mean? He would be great.
3: Put now. him in like a German bar wench outfit and just seat <laughs> him at the table and don't even reference it. Just make it... Utterly ridiculous. That's what she she deserves. This sort of avant-garde icon treatment.
2: That's what she. But again, deserves. She, she. I think she should be in it as like a very bit character that hits in like two scenes.
3: Maybe Gwyneth could be eating. She could just be a bailiff in the back of the courtroom, just quietly eating the muffin. That <laughs> she's the bailiff. The real Gwyneth she's snuck the in. Bailiff. Cat Pappas now. One of the many reasons you're here, the most important of which is you have to pick between the pitches. Which of these pitches will Gwyneth be receiving with baked goods on a scented and handwritten piece of parchment paper from Fixing Famous People?
4: One of her children's name, Moses, correct? Yes. yes. Okay. So Moses makes me think of the Bible. Oh, God. And the Bible <laughs> makes me think of Solomon. Oh, God. Solomon had a baby he had to divide in half. <laughs> That's it... kind of what I have here with these pitches. The thing is, I would absolutely pay top dollar to see that film. All right. with the Because it also has that ensemble cast feel to it mm-hmm. that was heightened in the 90s when it's like iconic screen time.
3: Mm-hmm. Uh, just to clarify though, this will be a this will be a limited series. A uh, limited series. Because it's gotta be feud. It's gotta be the same. It's it's gotta be that maybe someone different person's playing Gwynneth every
4: week, whatever. I don't know if that changes your view, but it would be it a absolutely doesn't. It just means I'm gonna save money because with <laughs> exactly. that money, I'm gonna take all those dollars and go to goop for the big sale. Because mm-hmm. she has a Vesper vibrator necklace. That is normally on sale for $149. And what is that you ask? It is a necklace that doubles as a vibrator. I could buy 149 of those and send them out to everyone I work with.
2: Yes, you could.
4: Uh, And those I think would make great gifts to people that are cool with it. I don't need a lawsuit. Yeah. So with that, I'd like to say both of your pitches are fine with me. It's more than fine. In fact, perfect. Is that okay? It's a double
3: save. It's a double save the same week they pulled the same trick on RuPaul's Drag Race. I will take it. <laughs> it's a double save. <laughs> I, I love both of them. Truly, truly. Do you accept this result, Chris? Sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mad, mad. No, no it's me. fine. Sure. Seriously, of course, I'm eager to accept it. I know that my idea is the dumb one. So I will be fine, but I will only accept it if Chris is okay. No, I
2: Otherwise will accept we'll make it. Cat I part. will accept a double. Right,
4: because yeah. I'm going to watch and purchase. I'm going to do yes. both, guys. Like, I truly yes. would.
2: Yes. No, Dom's, yours was very good. Like, you act like it was stupid. It was hilarious.
3: Um, Gwyneth Paltrow, you're welcome. Please look out for our letter and our baked goods. Kat Pappas, cannot thank you enough for being here. Where, where can we find you? Where can the people find you?
4: Oh, um, uh, Instagram, at Kat Pappas, with a C, C-A-T-P-A-P-P-A-S. Uh, same on the on the Twitter, I believe. While well, like, well, it still lasts, who knows what's going on with that. Yeah, who knows and your
3: new show, Jewish Matchmaking, premieres when?
4: May 3rd on Netflix. Oh, it's coming so soon. I didn't realize. I know it is. I'm Oh my excited. God, wait, that's so exciting. Yeah, so hey, I've got a big Netflix show no, coming yeah. up. So oh excited. my God, I
2: can't
3: yeah. wait. Yeah. See, we we only book celebrities who are in the current promo yeah, cycle here. This and is stuff. not something <laughs> like, oh, it's sometime in Q4. No, yeah, this no, is no, happening no. now. It's happening it's right now. now. You can find me at my website, domintary.com, or at uh, Dominic Pupa on all of the socials. Chris? Where can we
2: find you? You can find me at the Christa Rosa. If you like the show, please. No, I do it wrong every fucking time.
4: Okay.
2: Dom, have I done it right once?
4: No. I like it this way.
3: Please air it just like this. Please. You want the people to know that even you are real. (laughs)
2: please rate and review the show and let us know in the review who you want us to fix. Um, I wish you both well. And my party (laughs) words. I will never
4: not tackle now when someone says that.
2: God. And guys, as always, where's Shelly? Goodbye.
1: Bye. Planning for your next trip.